You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev T. I'm Calvin. Okay. We apparently we started the show with the giggles. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody I can do it again. No, it's Melissa. okay. <laughs> it's fine to be g- I giggly. I don't edit. Yeah. <laughs> Editing's for pussies. Yeah. <laughs> you get it all with yeah. our show. That's right. Unfiltered. Yep, that's right. How we go. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what I'm are we doing today, Stephanie? I'm going to be the historian, and we're going to talk about Michigan's bearded lady, Grace Gilbert. Woo-hoo. And yeah. a bearded lady she was. Oh, <laughs> so before we started uh, recording, I had everybody pull up a picture. Uh, I had everybody pull up a picture because I wanted yeah. people to have a visual aid while I'm discussing. Fucking Karl Marx with a bitch over this place. <laughs> Um, so they they all know what she looks like, but I'm going to tell you her story. Gross. <laughs> Damn. Tell, but tell her story. Gross. She, she gross. gross. She, she, she gross. She's objectively gross. Apparently, sorry. Objectively. Gross. True story. She gross. <laughs> Real though. Gross. Um, but before we begin, as always, even though it's, we're we're doing some non-alcoholic shows, uh, uh, not because we don't love alcohol, but yeah, we, we do. We don't want to drive home in these. Oh, I love alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Last night is why I'm not drinking alcohol today. <laughs> he loved alcohol a lot. He thoroughly enjoyed it, it yesterday. <laughs> so uh, let's raise our glasses uh, to Michigan's bearded lady. Cheers, and Michigan's great drink, Verners. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I just got some ice water. Ooh, delicious. <laughs> Hydration is good, it's people. Not, yeah. Hydration is good. I so, am well, so. Uh, we all know, like, bearded ladies were, like, popular in the circus. We actually did uh, a couple of episodes um, on tattooed women and, and yep. circus. This is the greatest show. <laughs> no. Well, we do. She actually worked for them. I know. Yeah, yeah. Barbara Bailey. <laughs> yes. Um, I haven't Barnum. watched that movie yet. It's great. So one of the era's most famous and popular uh, bearded ladies came from Michigan, Woo-hoo. and she's uh, she's actually buried in the Maple Grove Cemetery in uh, the community of Leedsville, which is in like up north, northern Michigan. Um, like UP or like North Lake Traverse City? Um, it doesn't say UP, <laughs> so I don't know. It just says northern Michigan, yeah. so we oh, can so go either like, way. Yeah, before you get to the... It would say UP if it was UP. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah. usually we specify because, you know, we're trolls because we live under the bridge, according to right. them. So right. Oh, well. We like to be you know distinct. The people, too, that live on Mackinac call us fudgies. <laughs> Well, well we I won't. call them muggles. I mean, oh, oh my God. No, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> fudgies. I like that. So they call the people that don't live on Mackinac. I'm, I'm totally fine with being called a fudgie. I watched fudgies that entry on Mackinac a couple weeks ago. So. Sounds kind of racist to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mackinac. All right. Fudgy? <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> so. Uh, Grace Gilbert was born in Ohio in 1876. Mm-hmm. She was the youngest of uh, four children born to uh, Giles and 
Arocena. Okay. That's a, that's a fun name. I've never I've never heard that name before. Uh, so right after she was born, her parents were like, "Okay, so there's something weird going on here." Um, so she was born with she was born covered with fine silky hair. It's baby Ewok. Like covered in it. So we're not talking about like, you know, some babies are born with like a full head of hair. We're talking fine hair. Most babies have hair, like a layer. I don't remember what they call it, but there's a name for it. Um, And it comes off. Baby hair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, baby hair. Like the normal amount of baby hair. Yeah. But okay, so she was their fourth child, but they noticed when she was born that she clearly had more than just baby hair. Like she she ain't just regular hair. like a man. <laughs> <laughs> she looking like a man. Um, so by the time she was a year and a half old, uh, the, there was an article that reported her having um, uh, the hair on her head was already a foot long and that she had uh, uh, like four inches of whiskers on her face. From so, I mean, one, a, a year and a half. Holy she shit. was one and a half years old and the newspaper – obviously, this was a big deal because not a lot of babies obviously are born like this. So, right, yeah. you know, the newspapers are covering the story. Like were there even craft breweries at the time for her to, her to be able to sporting that beer dad? Or? You know, <laughs> everything was craft back then. No beanies back then. I mean, you couldn't even – Yeah. Wool caps. I mean – a bunch of neck beers just screaming right now. Four inches, man! <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> um, so uh, for a lot of people who hadn't seen anything like this, so it was being reported as the greatest living curiosity that a lot of people had ever seen. So that's why they were covering her in the local newspapers. Um, and, you know, and she she grew up on a farm. Um, you know, her family all lived on a farm. And they were – they didn't have a lot of money. So – she realized, you know, well, with her unique appearance, that she could go uh, work in sideshows and she could make more money. So um, at the age of 18, she started doing sideshows. Um, in 1901, uh, the Gilbert family moved uh, to Calcasa County, which I've driven through like a million times. Uh, yeah. You guys, I'm the sure most of us have heard familiar. of Calcasa. Mm-hmm. It's up like when you're heading up to Traverse City, you go mm-hmm. through Calcasa. Um, and she ended up signing on with Ringling Brothers. Uh, at the time, you know, one of the nation's largest big tops. So, I mean, this was like big time. This is where you made the most money. Uh, at this point, she had an 18-inch beard, which was significantly longer than – all you know, any of the other bearded ladies at the time. So I mean, she's like she's like a hot commodity. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna have a bearded lady, you she's want like, this one. I got the best beard. <laughs> she's like, you want a beard? She, she looks like a fucking beard. dwarf. She looks, you know, like <laughs> sleepy, dopey. And then we got Grace with her eighteen inch yeah. beard, which I mean, good for her. She's using it. You know, she's taking something that. Hey, you sport eighteen inches? <laughs> <laughs> not, not a lot of people can say Dang. that. Not a lot of people can say that. Uh, yeah, so you know, she goes to work. You know. And for a lot of the um, the performers, uh, the bearded ladies especially, they um, they would dress very feminine. So it was kind of like a, a juxt- like, oh, my face looks manly, but I'm you know I'm a woman. Her Look face at- definitely looked manly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, <But it> she <laughs> she was never one of the women. I mean, like in some of the photos, you do see her in dresses, but she. She typically wore pants. She hung out with men. She was more masculine than most of the bearded women. She was a large-built woman. A sturdy um, girl. Yeah, she was a, stur- a sturdy girl. A sturdy girl. Brick house. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was a sturdy girl. Uh, so she did um, – She got that power pants suit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wore very comfortable shoes. Yes, or- <laughs> 
<laughs> Minus the suicides. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gee. Oh, man. Oh, poor Grace. And she she has such a beautiful name, but unfortunately, I mean, do you think her parents named her that because they felt bad for her? You know, like they're like, let's give her a really pretty name. Or maybe she, maybe they hoped if they named her Grace, like God would give yeah. her Grace uh, and, you know, make her good at something. I don't know. Poor woman. I feel bad. We're judging her based on her appearance, but then again, she used her appearance to make money. Yeah, no. So that's kind hey, of on her. What? Back then, uh, that's what she had to do. I mean, where would she? Where else would she have gone? There's not. I don't know the Kardashians. I don't, I don't, <laughs> it wouldn't have been a <laughs> right. <reality> show. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, you know, most of the bearded women were more feminine uh, in in their dress and their and what just how they acted. Right. But she was more of like you know she keeping up with the graces, <laughs> keeping up with the graces. You know. Um. And, you know, all these bearded women did was, you know, do the show. They would dress up and they would, you know, go on and people would look at them and be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, and they would be all feminine and cute with a beard. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't have to do much then. They would just have to come out and be like, yeah, a beard. yeah basically <laughs> they just put on a little show, like, right, right. you know, looking as Here feminine as possible with a beard. Uh, our girl Come out Grace with a sandwich. <laughs> I need you a sandwich. Yeah. So, this, you know she's a woman because she brought out the sandwich. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh, it is a woman. Yeah. Unlike you know the other bearded women uh, who would not. Um, really do anything else. She actually, uh, not on stage, but she helped with like labor because she was such, she was a, you know, a solid, right, sturdy right. girl. So she would, you know, she help. Was like, oh, I can't do anything because I'm a weak little woman. Yeah, she often actually helped raise the big top when they were setting up. Good oh, girl. So, I mean, she was like putting, she was using her, her uh, physical strength. Uh, that she had corn, as well as corn, uh, corn fed uh, Midwestern woman right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Born in Ohio, settled yeah. in Michigan, man. She big one. <laughs> she thick. <laughs> she ain't fat, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Anything them slim hoes could do, she could do so, it. So, yeah. Uh, she started. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard that song, You've got to hear it. <laughs> when it came to all the ladies, yeah. she was the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she started off with Barnum and Bailey and then she ended up uh, signing um, with a few different circuses that uh, that let her like tour foreign countries. So she like, you know, toured England and she toured France. Right. Let's go over um, the world. Yeah. Uh, in in 19... 19- Huh? Not a bad gig. No, it's not. I mean, she she used it to her advantage. So yeah. uh, uh, by 1910, she had been traveling with sideshows for 16 years. Um, she actually uh, found romance. Uh, well, with uh, I think uh, it was with her cousin. Actually, I know it was with her cousin. Uh, his <laughs> name was also Giles Giles Kelvin. They they married um, that year in in 1910 uh, in uh, Indiana. Apparently, marrying your first cousin was not something that was super frowned upon. But, um, Mm. you know, people were talking uh, and not only because, you know, the bearded lady got married, but because, you know, it was Gilbert's first cousin that she married. 
Um, so it was still controversial even then. Right. And she, she had lived uh, with him after her father died in 1907. So That's they, how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> Cousins become, in close quarters. That's how you become a cousin fucker. <laughs> 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 I heard there's no way in my life where any of my guesses were attractive mm. at all. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, everybody thought it was a publicity stunt because right. she was a bearded woman and, and all of this. So she announced her retirement from sideshows and actually went to go work on her husband's farm in uh, Calcasa. But then she realized, wait, farming is not – Paying bills. This is why I went into it to begin right. with. So it's terrible. Yeah. So she ended up farming uh, had the same problems then that it does now. Right. Right. right exactly. So she ended we're so up, poor though. <laughs> like we can eat, but but we can't like pay like for anything else. We can't so. do anything else. Yeah. We have food, but yeah, exactly. So she ended up going back into uh, returning to like you know touring, and so she ended up actually. She began appearing at uh, Coney Island, which is one of the famous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in New York. Yep. Yeah, right. it, that was one of the the more famous, and even to this well, day, like, like a big sideshow, right? Like a yeah, bigger, it was know. a it was a big. Uh, it was because it wasn't a traveling circus. It was right. there at the boardwalk. It was um, a, a huge attraction, and I mean nowadays, if you can find pieces of art or anything that was uh, associated with Coney Island, the, they sell for a really high amount of money. Right. So Coney Island was like, a, I mean, that was like the pinnacle of. This type of well, because didn't Coney Island's sideshow like outlast even the the traveling? Like as it was dying out across the rest of the country, like Coney Island, yeah, you kind of kept it alive. Yeah, they were more they they tried to keep those traditions alive, and I think right. you know, and as people were saying, oh, you know, it's not right to treat people like this. These people were willingly going right. to the sideshow because this is where they could make their money, right. and yeah. this is where they felt comfortable because they were around people that were like them. Right, they didn't feel like freaks or anything like that yeah. because they were around people that were different like they were maybe in different ways but they in some cases yes they were being exploited but in most cases these people wanted to be there this is where yeah. and they made a, a good living it doing was voluntary it. because they knew there's nothing else i can gonna able to do right. Right. nobody's gonna hire me for work this is right you know um, so yeah, she spent eight years uh, doing Coney Island so that's I mean that's a pretty decent time and then uh, then she would spend her summers um or no, she was working summers at Coney Island and then going to farm on the off seasons right. with her husband. And she kept that up for, you know, the eight years. And then uh, the winter of uh, 1924, she said she had a sore throat um, and she ended up dying uh, January 24th. So I and they still don't really know like what it was that she had, but she must have had some kind of virus or bacteria or something. Right. It started off with a sore throat and she ended up, you know, passing away um hmm. uh in 1925 um and then trying to become a uh, bearded sword swallower if you know what i mean oh. <laughs> oh. it was it was in the winter after all <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> um and then 12 and years in rural michigan so. yeah, yeah. Well. not much to do in rural michigan nope <laughs> as, well as we know like during this time of year a lot of like i hibernate i don't leave yeah. a damn house so right. you gotta find ways to entertain yep, yourself yep. i mean we got netflix and stuff now but still right right you can only watch so much uh british baking you know um so yeah uh so her husband died 12 years later she was laid to rest uh, next to her parents um and 
one of the stories that I thought was really interesting uh, when she was in Kalkaska, like when she was working, um, you know, the farm and living there. Okay, so she lived there. She lived other than when she was traveling, like that was her home. Um, she was forced to wear a veil around town because her appearance was startling. Pregnant oh, women. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was startling pregnant. Oh, so you see that lady got the vapors. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I'm like, so pregnant women are startled by a woman with a beard, like to the point where she had to wear a fucking veil. Like, if we say that people are like snowflakes right now, I'm like, damn. Like, like she gets paid good money to show that off. I would have worn the veil and been like, you have to pay to see this. Right. Not like, you know. But yeah, so she had to wear a veil around town, like when she left the farm and i felt like that's really shitty <laughs> you know she lived there she farmed there that was her life and people couldn't treat her as an equal right. like that's bullshit now people in that area be like you muslim no no i just have a beard and right <laughs> babies keep dropping out of women <laughs> <laughs> all right all right you're okay <laughs> this way, here's a baby I mean, being a panty dropper, okay, that's yeah. cool. But a baby dropper, no, not so good. Uh, I was and- only four months along, you bastard. <laughs> um, and yeah, so just, you know, for people that are curious as to why women, you know, we have bearded women, um, it's a hormonal imbalance typically, or there's this disorder um, that's called hypertrick. Trichosis. Hyper, yeah, hypertrichosis. Yeah. Um, both of which can cause abnormal hair growth. Uh, so like the dog – I think like the dog boys have, have that too. Yeah. 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 Like the wolf. I yeah. Think like the yep. wolf boys. Are, yeah, um, and uh, true story. My cousin, who I will not name and I uh, – <laughs> But obviously of of the female yeah. persuasion. Let's call her Jean. Yeah. <laughs> Just five o'clock shadow. Yeah. And I've always like I, I've been very lucky. Uh my Sicilian <clears throat> side of my family, Sicilians are, you know, Sicilians and Italians are not necessarily known for not being hairy. <laughs> right. Um so I've I've been worried my whole life that I'm going to start sprouting hair places I sh- I shouldn't. My sister has All excess of a sudden, hair. Just happen. My There's mom. Still time. I know. My sister has excess hair. My mom has like she used to have these little beards that grew on her earlobes. It was just like really thin white hair, but she would call them her her you know her little beards on her, her earlobes. Yeah, her, her low beards. beards. So yeah, I, I, I hope little beards. Little beards. Yeah. Beards. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I, I my heart goes out to these. Uh, yeah. To these uh, like women, her, it's interesting because just based off like her features and everything, she doesn't look feminine at all. No, she so doesn't. It's like, right. I wonder it's if like she had both. Like she had a hormonal imbalance and the hypertrichosis to look yeah. male and have all that hair. All I can say is she gross. <laughs> that's the I mean, as like somebody that's interested that in medical stuff, it's interesting. She gross. Yeah. Yeah, Y'all she was a, a very manly looking woman, not just because of the beard. Even Sans beard, you would say that she was uh, masculine. Yeah, looking. Because mm-hmm. uh, women have more testosterone. I mean, we have yeah. more. Even without the beard, we have more she hair. Grows. <laughs> I like that. So, like a lady. Michigan had like the most uh, the most popular bearded lady, uh, and she's buried here in Michigan. I'm so. glad she did. We got a beard lady, and she. We got the beard lady, and she ours. Yay, Michigan! <laughs> hey, we got some cool stuff, and um, for a future episode, I'm going to be uh, talking about Mothman. 
The the Mothman. Uh, the Mothman. The prophecies. The prophecies. Well, no, the actual, the actual the legend, the legend of, Mothman of Mothman and where it came from. Oh, yeah. okay. Because that also originated. It's a Michigan yep. uh, uh, thing, and so we're going to talk about that. But I think for now it's time to. Pop out the plugs. Uh, the podcast Detroit. Hey, uh, there you uh, go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait until you hear the uh, broadcast that goes out of Calvin's episode tonight. It's, it's, it's going to be two hours of just like fart air. noises. <laughs> <laughs> just two hours. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, uh, he, he's talking he's about sex tonight, so it's not farts. That means you're doing a good he's job. Gonna, he's gonna show, like, this is a great show tonight, guys. And then it's all like he listens to it. It's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big slapping. Who's making macaroni and cheese? <laughs> 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 what the hell? All right. Think about it. So yeah, just just that. Go. Yeah. Uh Source Point Press, Deep Water Games, and Three Art. Uh find us at a con near you. And as always, fuck Steve. Uh Calvin Moore, Davis Petty. Uh, <laughs> like everyone knows this. <laughs> Petty with <laughs> power. <laughs> Petty with power. Yeah, um 72tours.com. If you're in uh, southeastern Michigan, I'll show you around downtown Detroit. Uh, and uh, leading questions with Calvin Moore. Just bypass the clapping episode. Leading questions with Calvin Moore, obviously on the podcast Detroit Network, and also anywhere else you can find uh, great podcasts. Yeah, I don't know Excellent. why they let mine be on there, but. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as for myself, stephaniemenard.com for most of your Stephanie Menard needs, and um, check out uh, Cafe Macabre, which is uh, that was just released in October of last year. Uh, it's through Source Point Press. I have a story in it. Yep. It's been getting some really great reviews, uh, my story and the book. So I'm uh, very proud to be a part of this all women uh, horror anthology. So definitely and go check it out. I'm in it too. I named one of my I named nice. my characters after Megan and Melissa. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so check it out. And I did a book. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> listening to uh, our show, Shot of History. And until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man, Big Dev. I'm Calvin. Melissa. Petty Dave. <laughs>